Heyo, don't mind. I know my voice sounds a little bit crazy. Actually, it sounds a lot better now. Um, but the beginning of this episode, don't mind a little crazy voice craziness. But we do get there. Just takes a little more time. So today we're diving into like how tomorrow's not promised, which I think we all realize. Um, but sometimes we aren't playing life as if that's real. And so we're breaking that down. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, dreamers. How are you? Oh my gosh. I haven't talked yet today and I have been losing my voice, have lost my voice, got it back. It definitely is better today, but obviously we're not 100% fixed. So hoping that we can get through today's episode, I'm sure we'll be able to. We have done harder things. Have we? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a quick sip of something and then let's go. I should have definitely done that before this, but this there's no promise that this is the most professional podcast you've ever heard. <coughs> we have never promised that, ever. So let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. That's where we really just take a stroll down our own self's amazing accomplishments. And this isn't like, oh, when I was in high school, I accomplished X, Y, and Z. This is like yesterday. Instead of laying on the couch for seven hours, I laid on the couch for three hours and that felt amazing, right? Or yesterday, instead of getting up and working myself like crazy, I laid on the couch for three hours. hey oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Those are great things. They really are. And finding ways to recognize ourselves for those things, that's how we start becoming great. And is it that simple? Yeah, literally, it it actually is. Um, I had a name for it and I can't remember it, but I think it was something about, I don't know. Hold on, it's written somewhere in my books. Something... 
about imagination theory. Oh, frequency illusion, right? Our great things create a frequency illusion where we're just recognizing ourselves as great and we're changing our brain from looking at things that are terrible about us into looking at things that are great about us. And we're creating a frequency illusion by doing it every single day. And so it's super important. And so just do it. Doesn't take long. It could change the makeup. And even if it doesn't, what if it just makes you like yourself more? Gosh, that would be a terrible thing. Oh, wait, no, it wouldn't. Okay. So my great thing from, you know, this weekend really was just forcing myself to rest. I had X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, E, F, G, tons of things to do. And I have an event today and tomorrow. And so like I needed to get stuff done and I was sick and we had recitals and we had all these things. And I, in between having to be up and running around and not resting whatsoever because the weekend really couldn't call for it, but any chance that I got to rest, I did. And I could have slash probably should have worked, but I have learned to not fight the universe. I really couldn't handle my voice being gone. The rest of this week, I needed it. And so it, it, it couldn't work. It could not work this weekend. And I didn't force it. I just said, okay, fine. We'll rest. We won't talk. I will tell you as someone who loves talking, loves social situations, um, and chatting with people when the opportunity arises, it was a challenge, but it happened. And I just took it one day at a time and my voice got a little bit better every day, but I had to call in that rest and I had to put myself on vocal rest. And, you know, that's a great thing because these are things that I used to just forge through and because I would just forge through them, they would actually last so much longer than necessary because I would just be like, no, you got this. You're strong. Be strong. You're stronger than this sickness. Like, no, you are not. You are not stronger than an illness. Sometimes, certainly. But most of the time, illnesses and things like that are just telling us that we need to take a break. And a lot of times we don't listen. And so I force myself to listen. Okay, I hear you. You're telling me to rest. I know from a couple of weeks ago when you told me to rest and not take my work with me, I did anyways. And you sent the universe after me and caused my mic to fail and caused for a lot of blank air um, on my podcast. And so I get it. I promise I won't. And then so I didn't. And... Sheesh, that was hard. And here we are talking about it as our great thing because I have come to know that you taking care of yourself first and foremost always pays out, period. And, you know, I wanted this idea of tomorrow. I wanted this idea of, yeah, we'll get there. It'll happen tomorrow. I'll be better tomorrow. And I wasn't. And I sort of swore Sunday to just take the day off. 
<coughs> to do whatever we were led to do, but to just chill. And there were a couple times where I wanted to grab the computer and get that work done. And I refused because, because it is not going to end well. It's not going to end well. So go ahead and recognize yourself for your great things, whatever that is, whatever you're feeling amazing about, create that frequency illusion that is you walking covered in your greatness. Like if you could just fill yourself up in words and all those words were amazing, great things, that's what this is. And you have so many of them that you can't even really create any other existence for yourself other than the greatest one possible. Okay, so today we're talking about not putting it off. Like moving today. And I think that this is one of the biggest challenges because as humans, right, we're used to being like, okay, I need a plan. I need to start moving. And once I get to Monday, we'll start the diet. Once I get to Monday, we'll start the workout. Once I get to Monday, once I get to January 1st, once I get to da, 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 da. And this morning I was reading and just had a ton of things pushed my way about going after it, getting it, getting it done. And sometimes I find it amazing because I'll ask the universe when I meditate, like, give me the words that I need to open up the ears that are listening to this. And so I just trust that it's going to get to the right people in the right time. And someone's going to pick up this episode and it's going to help them. And then I just trust that I'll be given the words and the guidance and exactly what I need to talk about. And so this morning, um, and a lot of times on Mondays, I, if I've taken a break over the weekend and I didn't use a lot of the weekend to grow and to research, then Mondays sometimes come in a little bit light on, um, content because, you know, if we're not researching and, and reading and doing all those things, that's where all of this content comes from. So Monday, sometimes I struggle and I have to ask a little bit more like, Hey, uh, universe, I know, like you told me to rest. So, um, <laughs> go ahead and bring me, bring me a topic. Okay. 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 And then every single resource will sort of align with whatever it is we're supposed to talk about. So today, everything that came up and hopefully this hits with you and you're going to go, Oh wow. Yeah. 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 This is exactly what I needed. Um, so everything that was brought to me today really was like, you're waiting, you're waiting and you're, you're waiting for something that is not at all guaranteed. Right? Like if everything, if you were told today that everything was going to end tomorrow, would you save that money? Would you be waiting on retirement to start that shop? Would you would you be waiting to enjoy your life until you get to this certain point? Or would you go, holy crap, tomorrow everything's ending. I really wish that I had done things differently. And when you put things into that perspective and you start to think through how even the rest of today isn't a guarantee. When you really think through that why aren't we taking more risks? Why aren't we speeding up the timeline? Because if I told you that you had a, a week or even just a month or, or six months, if you had six months, wouldn't you do a lot more things? 
when you pull out and enjoy your life and start to live the life that you want to live, wouldn't you do that? Huh? Would you? And, you know, I started to think about that a lot. Like, huh, I wonder what I would do. I wonder who I would be if I started to live like that. If I really started to live like this was just the day and that's all that we're given. And and really, if you think about it, it's sort of egotistical to think that we get that much time. To think that we're guaranteed a year from now. To think that we're guaranteed retirement. To think that we're guaranteed tomorrow. Like, that's crazy. Look at all the people whose lives are just cut short. Right? So why do we think that we have all of this time? Why do we think that we can wait? A week to start the thing? Why do we think that we can wait a month to send the email? Why do we think that we can wait? Because we really, we really can't. You know? Like, what if you put off your entire life and then you find out that you're not going to get there to what you put it off for? I know that sucks, right? Because it's like, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to save to retirement. We're supposed to wait. We're supposed to wait to enjoy until then. As long as we do it right, as long as we put the right amount of money in our savings account or retirement accounts or whatever, right? And this is not financial advice, trust. But like, isn't that sort of sick? Isn't it sort of gross? That we spend all of our life being planning for something that we may never see. We like sacrifice and struggle and make sure that we're putting all of our money in the right places, the right in quotations, the right places, so that we're guaranteed a good life when we're half dead. Isn't that bananas and pajamas? Can you even believe that? Why is that the norm? Why is living your life when you're retired the norm? And then guess what happens? You retire, you get to hang out and enjoy for, I don't know, five to ten years. And then all that money just pumps into an assisted living or whatever. Like, come on. Even if you're in Florida, like the greatest place where people can age. It still kind of sucks, right? Because you're tired, because you're older, because your body's sore. Like, why aren't we doing more to live right now while we're younger? And I'm not saying pull everything out of your retirement accounts. And I am not saying if you already have a plan for five years from now, go for it. But I am saying, like, if you wanted to, you would. And that phrase is going to ruin your life from here on out. Because every single second that you hear someone complaining or bitching or moaning about X, Y, and Z, you're going to go in your mind, well, if you wanted to, you would. 
and you probably won't say that out loud. And I would also not recommend you saying that out loud unless you really know the person and you know their tolerance for people pushing them on their BS. But like, really at the end of the day, if you wanted to, you would, you would figure out a way. And today, I think that's what we're talking about. We're talking about not putting it off for five years from now, because guess what? You could probably make a plan today and be a lot closer to it than you ever would if we were waiting on five years, or if we were waiting on the new year, or if we were waiting on tomorrow. Because none of that is promised. You know, and I fought for a very long time, like, what's worth living for here? on this earth? Like, what are you supposed to be accomplishing? What are the things? And I remember, you know, probably about six months ago being like, you know, I think if all of this, maybe it was actually almost a year ago. I think if all of this ended tomorrow, I would feel good about what I put into this world. And that was like such a big moment for me because I don't know that I felt like I had contributed anything any point before. And that's wildly untrue, but that was the feeling. And I think that that doesn't come from there not being success in the other things that I was doing. It came from there not being alignment with who I knew I was to my core and what I was capable of. And so when you have that, it can make you feel super dissatisfied with everything that's going on in your life. It has this like wonderful way of just peeking up and going, <laughs> oh, wow. I know this looks really good, doesn't it? But uh, it sucks. Don't you remember that this sucks, that this isn't really what you're supposed to be doing on this earth? Don't you remember that? Do you not? No, you don't? Oh, okay. Well, well, it'd be great if you would remember that because you are falling short and you know it. And (laughs) when you're staring that in the face every day, it becomes, well, you become super aware of that, but you also become super, super sad and misled. Yeah, I think misled because it's kind of like, oh, here, you were going this path, you were feeling okay about it, and now it's like, but it still doesn't feel right. And, you know, one day I remember just waking up and being like, you have to do something, anything. Even if it's the wrong thing, at least you're doing something. And that phrase, if you wanted to, you would, guided me through everything. If you wanted to, you would. If you wanted to, you would. And when you go out today, after hearing this, you're going to apply that to a lot more than you even want to, because all of these low frequency, low minded conversations revolve around this idea of people not really taking accountability for anything in life. Yeah, think about it. And now when you go into conversations, you're going to go, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, because like, even if you're complaining about how the school's set up or how T-balls ran, like, well, what are you doing? 
to fix it. What, where's your accountability in this? Because sitting here and talking about it with me or with anybody, like, what does that do? Nothing. I mean, creates cancers, but it's not helping anybody. And I think a lot of times those conversations just come from this idea that we're better than everyone. Well, if you're so damn good, then help. Then run it yourself. Or don't complain at all. And now that question's going to keep coming up in your head. Oh, are they doing anything? Are they acting as if they have eternity to solve this problem? Or are they taking steps today? If they wanted to, they would. And I think you can apply that to your own self and your own dreams. And I think dreams are the most beautiful and protected thing that we need in this world, right? That's what keeps us alive. That's what keeps us doing these crazy jobs like actresses and actors. They're going to wait tables and they're going to just save all their money and they're going to kind of practice this misery because they know that when they get there, they'll they won't have to do this anymore. It's worth the struggle right now, right? But they have a vision. They know that it's going to happen. They know that this sacrifice is worth it right now. And it's not like, you know, I think when we have dreams, dreams sort of have this way of time passaging us. Like I'm amazed how fast time is flying right now. And I hate and love that. <laughs> More hate because I'm seeing my kids' legs grow longer and I'm seeing their ages turn up higher. And luckily, they keep unaging me. My four-year-old thinks that I'm 16. My eight-year-old, seven. My seven-year-old thinks that I am 31. And I am neither of those ages, but I am here for those digits. Okay. But like, as time starts to fly by, you know, these sort of miserable slash wonderful moments are just sort of passing. And I feel like anytime that time passes like that, it's the universe just being like, Hey, we're going to go ahead and speed things up for you a little bit because we want you there quicker. We need you there quicker. And we're going to go ahead and just press the gas pedal for you and with you. We got you. And what an amazing thing. What an amazing world that we live in that it can do that when we tell it what we want. And you can say, I don't want to wait to feel good until I've retired. I want to feel good now. And this is what I want. And the universe will be like, okay, cool. I got you. Thanks for telling me what it was that you wanted. And then you just go ahead and buckle on up. Good person. Buckle up. Enjoy the ride because you don't know. The paths are going to unveil differently. They're going to take you all sorts of directions and you're going to be like, wait, whoa, I didn't say that necessarily. And the universe is going to go, no, I know, but I, I got you. I'll get you there. Right? Today. Today. This is the only guarantee that you have. It's this one second that's right in front of you. That's it. That's it. 
There are no guarantees of a future. And so isn't it so crazy that that's what we focus all of our time and energy on? And even with dreams, it's almost like I'm wondering, can you speed it up? Because, and this is like a live wondering, can you speed it up? Or like, are we putting those things off willingly? Are we saying, ah, nee, nah, I'll get there when I'm supposed to get there. It's supposed to be five years from now. It's supposed to be two to three years from now. Or can we decide the timeline? I don't know. You know, I'm going to have to do a little research on that because I do wonder if, if you can, because I have been just (laughs) more amazed than even probably I should be, but I have been super amazed at how giving the universe is when you ask it for what you want. And so why aren't we asking for a sooner timeline? I don't know. I guess I'm going to trial and error that and see if we can make that happen. And that one's tricky, right? Because you have to be in the mental headspace where you are in agreeance, total agreeance with that being possible. And that's probably going to be the hardest hurdle to get over there. You know, if you go ahead and just say, hey, I want to write a book and I want it to be published in six months. And then in the back of your head, you're going, that's an unrealistic timeline. Think of all the things that you need to do, right? Nope, we're done. That's not going to happen. We can't have that, right? What we can say is, hey, I want to write a book. I want it to be done in six months. And I want to have found a publisher in six months. And then you go, oh, that's totally realistic. You have this and this and this done. You know a lot of people in that industry and you could do this. You could. Your book's already written. You're already ready to go. You really only need an editor. Let's get this thing edited. Let's make this six months happen. Let's find this timeline. Let's go, right? Imagine if that was the back conversation versus the other. And so... I would say that we can start testing it, but we have to make sure that we're very aware of that back brain and not letting that take away from what's possible. So can we ask? I think so. I think we definitely can. Should we ask? Yeah. I think if mentally you're ready to accept that path, mentally you're ready to have that happen because I haven't seen a whole lot of proof that it doesn't happen that way. I've seen a lot of proof that it happens when we ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like more proof than I even like to really think about sometimes. It's almost embarrassing because it's like, that's all that you had to do? Why did I make this so difficult? Why did we wait so long to feel happy and excited for life? Like, that was it. Really? Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Love that. 
So why, why are we waiting? If we wanted to, we would. And go. Right? But make sure that you're being specific. We need, we need that address. We don't need to know how to get there today. Right? We can just take the first step forward, but we need, we need the address. And then we just let the world, the universe, God guide us there. And just know more than anything, like today. Today is all you got. This next minute is all you got. So stop saving up that feel-good moment. Like you deserve that moment right now. You should have that feeling. And bottom line, if you wanted to, you would. You'd find a way. You're extremely resourceful, aren't you? How many things have you made happen in your life that you would never thought could happen? So why couldn't that happen right now? Why couldn't you apply that same thing to this, to whatever is in your heart right now that you're not making happen? Why? Exactly. You, you can. You have it in you. You've seen it before, right? And I want you to pull from those memory banks to sort of power yourself up into this new existence. You absolutely have what it takes. You absolutely are enough and you're worthy and you are so powerful. Sometimes we just get lost. We just lose track of the things that we want because of, you know, different beliefs that were sort of forced onto us and into us. And we were like, don't eat, don't bring that here. And then we just absorbed it anyways, because it was told what we needed that's what we should believe about ourselves, even if it isn't. And we're going to break that down a little bit bit more this week. (laughs) Don't mind me. We're going to break that down a little bit more this week because I think that's super powerful. Those things that we get told to believe about ourselves that aren't necessarily true or in alignment with who we want to be and how do we break free from those things um, so that we can walk down this path of alignment and beauty in our lives. I just think, you know, what would we do different if we knew that it was all over today or tomorrow or a week from now or six months from now? Like, what would we do different? What choices would we make? Because I almost promise they wouldn't be sitting at a water cooler talking about your coworkers' Facebook posts. I almost guarantee that's not going to be what you spend your sacred time doing. And you just don't know what that end date is. And so a lot of us are just acting as if it's forever. And it's not. Like, today start doing those things. Today start taking steps towards that. If you wanted to, you would. And stop acting as if you have forever to accomplish it. Like you can walk slowly and consistently, but make sure that you're walking. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. waiting. 
as always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website. If you feel like it, there are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. um, And you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.